Joining me right now, back on the show, is Australian Muay Thai phenom, Chelsea Hackett. How you doing, Chelsea? Hey, I'm good. How are you? Good, doing good. Um, After, you know, a long delay, you finally make your pro debut at Eternal 45. Yeah. It ends in a majority draw. You know, take me through that yeah. fight and how you scored it. Um, So, that fight was, like, I enjoyed it so much probably more than what I expected to um for me yes it was my pro MMA debut coming from Muay Thai and I do always you know expect a lot of myself going into a fight um but I was like I just I don't think I expected to enjoy it as much as I did um so I really like I had a great fight I had so much fun in there um it really sucks that it ended up being a draw because, like, let's face it, no one wants a draw on their record. Like, I had four in my Muay Thai career and draws just suck. I'd rather win or, like, lose. Um, I I thought I won that fight, um, as did a lot of people. Um, but at the same time, like, I, you know, know that I made a mistake by grabbing the cage early on in the fight. Um, I fully accept that. That's just inexperience um, of being in a cage. Um, and I've, like, learned from that. But, you know, put that aside, I won that fight. Mel knows I won that fight. Everyone in that crowd knows I won that fight. So um, that's how I'm taking it. That's how I'm looking at it. And it sucks that it's a draw on my record. But, um, yeah, I just got to move on and accept it. Because at the end of the day, I'm happy with my performance. Eternal, they never talked about maybe putting that fight back together, you know, getting a rematch in. Because, yeah, it does suck to end in a draw. You know, like, I, yeah. you know, I agree with you. You'd rather win or yeah. you lose. You know, you're sitting yeah. in the middle somewhere. Exactly. It's not a really nice feeling. Um, yeah, a draw is kind of like you, you're both the same fighter and you're both, you know, like on the same level. And, like, it was obvious that we weren't. So it was definitely, definitely frustrating. Did you talk to them about putting it back together, that fight or rematch? Um, we, there, we were talking about it, um, at the end, but my team were kind of like, like, let's just put it in the past. It is what it is. Um, like, we don't know if Mel would accept a rematch or take a rematch. Like she might, she may not like, um, but for me, I just want to fight, um, as many girls in my division as I can. I want to, um, you know, make a name for myself in MMA and I want to, just grow as a fighter so um i'm not really like if a rematch is there awesome um but i'm not looking for for it because um i've had so many rematches in my muay thai career um and like i've lost the first fight and i've come out and won the second and that's all i wanted and it's over um but this fight i know in myself i won it i know i beat my opponent um so i'm not really fussed on a rematch <laughs> getting that experience in the cage what kind of adjustments have you made, you know, heading into this next fight at Eternal 46? Definitely not grabbing onto the cage is the first adjustment. Um, so, yeah, training myself to actually, yeah, get up without grabbing the cage. But, um, no, I've just been working on my all-round game. Like, my just because my striking is my strength, that's not something that I stop working on, like, I'm always going to try and improve in my striking. Um, I feel like my wrestling has like 
come so far, even since my last fight. So I'm super proud of that. Um, and also my groundwork and my jiu-jitsu. I've just been in the gym for hours a day, um, drilling and working with some of the best um, boys at my weight and also females. So um, I'm definitely walking into this fight a lot more confident. Um, I was super confident in my first fight, um, but now this one's just another level. You're taking on Danielle Hayes next. She has been around the scene for quite some time. Have yeah. you had any interactions with her in the past? No, I haven't. Um, I don't know Danielle personally, um, and I haven't seen her stuff until um, I was matched with her. So super new opponent for me, which is super exciting, um, new style. And I've seen, like, some videos and, like, what her strengths are. Um, I did hear a podcast that she said that, like, her strength is also her striking, which really excites me. Like, I've had 23 Muay Thai fights, so um, I've fought 23 strikers. Um, but at the same time, I know she's going to want to shoot. I know she's going to um, try and wrestle, take me down, um, and I'll do the same. So at the end of the day, it's MMA. Um, it's, like, all of these, like, martial arts mixed into one. You can't... Um, put yourself down one lane and think that that's the way it's going to go. Like if both of us have our striking as a strength, who knows? It might be a full fight on the ground. Like you just don't know, but you have to prepare for everything. So I'm super excited for this matchup. That's what's great about interviews is because the fighters can say whatever they want. You know, they could tell you the yeah. truth. They could tell you yeah. lies. That's what's fun yeah. about it. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> and you don't know until you get into the cage and, you know, lock exactly. horns. Exactly. And, like, at the end of the day, like, it doesn't matter what you did in training. It doesn't matter who you, who you beat up in training. Like, if you can't bring it on fight night, then that doesn't really matter. So it's all about lighting the match and firing it off right on the night that you need to do it. And, yeah, so that's it. Yeah, watching film on her, you know... You how do you break down her uh, striking? Because she says she's a striker. Yeah, yeah. Um, definitely different striking to me. Um, I would just say that um, I think she's obviously got credentials in her striking and she has come from a Muay Thai background. Um, she obviously hasn't had as much experience in Muay Thai as I have. Um, but looking at her striking, um, I feel like she's quite one-dimensional. I feel like um, I... I'm way more mobile and my speed is going to put her off a little bit, my speed and my angle. So um, that's what I picked up. I honestly haven't seen much. I've maybe seen like one or two videos. Um, but how I prepare for an opponent um, is specific to the opponent. So my last opponent, I knew she was a wrestler. So it was all about that cage defense, you know, getting a deep stance and not letting her take me down. I learned in the first round that i that that's not what I wanted. She was a wrestler. Um, so, and then I changed it to the fight, to the end of the fight. So, yeah, you just, you've got to prepare for each opponent. Like, people say that their training camps are the same for every opponent. Like, well, every opponent's not the same. You need to know what your opponent's strengths are. You need to know what their weaknesses are. And that's how you open up their game. Are you dropping down to flyweight for this fight? Um, yeah, same as last fight. So this is my second fight at Flyweight. Okay. Now, how has that been going? You know, is, is it this time around, is it just like, you know, business as usual with the weight yeah. and everything? Yeah, pretty much. This is my third camp back to back. Like, 
I've been in fight prep since January pretty much. Um, and I, I'm taking that in, in, as an advantage to me. Um, coming off a fight, still being fit, no injuries, going straight back into another fight camp. Um, my body knows what to do and I'm trusting my body. Um, Jordan, my dietitian, knows what my body needs, um, et cetera. So it's pretty much just business as usual, like you said, um, with my weight. So in the last fight, that was my first fight at Flyway. And um, I felt even more powerful, more stronger, more faster um, than I have at a heavier weight. So I'm super happy with how I performed at that weight division. Yeah. I, you know, people don't know that women have such a tougher time, you know, with yeah. the biological things going on, right? That, you yeah. know, that weight oh, is so, so much more difficult than the men. The men can balloon up, balloon up, yeah. you know, and then just and then lose it just all, right? Faster. Quick. Yeah. Yeah. I think that the key thing for females is you can't let it get out of control. Like, we just can't. You can't say, like, see a guy, like a male fighter, and think, oh, yeah, I'll eat, like, burgers and pancakes and whatever I want after a fight. Like, do it for a week, and then you're going to have to get straight back on the train because our bodies don't work like theirs, unfortunately. Um, but at the same time, you're building a machine. Like, your body is your machine. So it just doesn't make sense for me, like, why you're ballooning out and then yo-yoing and messing up your hormones. Like, you need to train all year round. We're athletes. This is what we do. Um, I know cutting weight sucks and it's tough, but to have a machine and a, and a really healthy body is like so important and almost like more important than a fight at the end of the day. Like you can't mess up your body. I saw that you made a visit to Perth not too long ago. You know, what was the purpose mm -hmm. of the trip and did you get in some training out there? Yeah. So um, Perth was awesome. I've been to Perth for a camp um just a short time like a week week and a half um a couple of times actually so i've got a muay thai coach over there mark selden um he runs selden's gym so he's like my my striking coach in perth um he's just such an awesome guy a legend he's a family friend of ours um and he helps me a lot with um He's helped me along the past with Muay Thai and um, I just want to carry on that relationship through my MMA career as well with him. Um, while I was over there, I also worked out of the MMA clinic, um, which was amazing. Ben, who runs it, who is also the co-owner of Eternal, um, super like a legend, super nice guy. Um, and also we had Mark Fiore, who came out from the States, um, who did heaps of seminars. He did some, some closed group training for us MMA fighters. Um, lots of wrestling work. So Perth ended up being like such an awesome trip. I'm so glad I went. It's definitely like a like a hit and miss when you travel for a camp. Like you're kind of nervous um, that you're getting out of a routine um, and you're not sure like is it going to be worth it or am I just, you know, like should I just stay home? But I, hands down, like I learned so much in a week um, from different coaches. I was working with different fighters um so yeah it was awesome the the purpose of that trip was to cut the routine from home a little bit just spend a week not having to work just focus on my training resting recovering um and it definitely did that so I came back just last week straight back into training here and I'm feeling awesome I know that uh one of your favorite fighters I probably maybe your favorite fighter is uh Valentina Shevchenko and did you yep. watch? Of course you watched the last fight. You know, what did you think of that finish? I think that was probably the craziest, one of the craziest women's um, knockouts of all time, right? 
crazy. And then you've got it followed up by Nunez's KO knockout to yeah. Holly Holmes. So <laughs> there, there's something in the air with the head kicks, you know. We'll, we'll see. But, um, no, Valentina, I just respect her so much. She um, has all the credentials in Muay Thai. Um, and I think that's why, like, she's hands down my favourite fighter in the UFC at the moment is because of her style. I don't think anyone can repu- replicate it. Um, I think people are going to have a really hard time trying to beat her. I, I just don't think anyone's going to beat her. Um, she's definitely the queen of MMA at the moment. Um, she's just so fast, so explosive. Um, you just you can't hit her. So she's such so awesome to watch. And um, funny story, when I competed at the World Games in Muay Thai, in 2015, I was um, in the 60 kilo division, and she was in the 60 kilo division. But I was a junior at the time, and she was a senior. So I was literally, because I was a fan of her back then in Muay Thai before she even got into MMA. Um, Valentina was in the senior division, and I was in the junior division. So I was literally like counting my lucky stars that I wasn't matched with her because. She was just like smashing the Muay Thai scene, um, especially the World Games. She pretty much won every IFMA um, World Championship there was. So um, I've had respect for her for so long, and now she's just killing the UFC. Well, you're taking a very, very familiar or similar path as her, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's yeah. going to be crazy to see you eventually get to that point and get signed by the UFC and look on this interview and say, you know, this is where she was at. Now you could be possibly facing her in MMA. You know, I, you know, 100%. that's what it's all about, right? Yeah, 100%. And you know what? The day that they say, okay, it's Chelsea Akin versus Valentina, like, of course I'll take it. Like, I, that fight to me would be a dream fight. I think, um, you know, both Muay Thai backgrounds, just like when she fought Joanna um, Zezevek, similar thing like they're both stand-up striking fighters so it's just an exciting matchup all around all right one last thing the biggest fight in australian combat sports history probably is coming up soon israel adesanya versus robert whitaker i wanted to get your thoughts on this fight and who you feel has the advantages so this is a really interesting matchup because they both have like individual strengths i think Israel obviously will, he has the range, he has the height, and he's a technical fighter, um, and he's super tricky. So he's super tricky with his shots, um, with his kicks, with his hands, everything. Um, Rob Whitaker is just a beast. Like, he would hit like a truck. He's so solid, um, and his game is all round. Like, he's a great wrestler, great at jiu-jitsu, and um, such a sharp striker. So my pick is definitely Rob Whitaker. Um but I think it's going to be such an exciting match. Like, if Israel can keep Rob at a distance, it will be interesting. But I think if Rob can get inside Israel's range, then it's Rob's game, hands down. All right. Well, you get to step back inside the cage July 27th, Eternal MMA 46 yeah. on the Gold Coast. Thank you so much, Chelsea, for your time. And uh, good luck on everything that you're doing. Thank you so much. Thanks for the support. Talk to you soon.